Dope. Dope. Sounds fresh. Ah, <laughs> oh, you do the voices. You did, they're like not doing voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? Sounds dope. Fresh. <laughs> well, I don't like you guys. It's an honor to have you. <laughs> um. <clears throat> okay. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach and I were attacked by a werewolf, but his bitch ass survived. So now I'm haunting him while he gets tail because we're watching an American werewolf in London. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Why Are We Watching This? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And this week we watched American Werewolf in London. Before we jump into it, had you seen this movie before? No. And it was your pick. Yeah. And... It was my pick specifically, and I think recently we talked about this in an episode. Because I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie, it's cool. And it turns out it was uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Right. And then I was like, oh, okay, well I guess I gotta watch the other one now, and... Which I'd seen <laughs> Paris before, and I'd I'd started this movie a few times, but could never get through it. Really? I would always like fall asleep around the same time. No, I've ne- I've never attempted to watch it before, so well, saw the whole thing. Um, or watch the whole thing. I mean, whatever. Before we jump into talking about the movie, I will give us a quick uh, recap. The movie uh, takes place in London. It is two American hitchhikers making their way. Through London, when they are attacked by a werewolf. They straight up look like they could be brothers. They kind of do. It's really Um, weird. um, Jack and David. Jack is killed by the werewolf. David survives. David wakes up three weeks later, only to find out that Jack has been killed and that he was attacked. They keep uh, telling him that it was a psycho. Uh, He insists that it was not and that it was an animal. Right. Because you see it. Right. And, uh, you know, so... Over the next uh, week after David wakes up, Jack starts to haunt him and tell him that he's going to turn into a werewolf. Lo and behold, he does. And <coughs> it kind of hits the fan from there. One of the things that I like really liked about this movie that I noticed kind of right away was the soundtrack. Because it opens with Blue Moon. Yeah. And that song actually is in this movie like four times by different artists. Interesting. Which I thought was really cool. Because it ends on Blue Moon, too. I which I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, there's also... Oh, what was it? Bad Moon Rising. Which, Bad Moon Rising is actually the song that plays during the first transformation. Okay. Which I thought was really cool, because, I mean, the opening lyrics in that song are, I see a bad moon rising, I see trouble on the way. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, because, you know, obviously he's going to turn into a werewolf. There's trouble on the way. Which, what did you kind of, like, think about the transformations in this movie? I know that's kind of jumping the gun, but that's, like, the one thing about this movie that I did know going into it was that it was kind of like known for its transformation scenes and so it was obviously something I was anticipating so what did you think about the first trans- uh, transformation scene yeah I uh, I thought it was really good it was really cool and you know what I love about this is that watching this I know and I just watched it this weekend that fucking underworld took influence from that which is why their transformation is so cool. Right. And not lame. Right. And, like, cheesy. And, honestly, though, like, how real it looked was what was, like, coolest about it. Like, yeah, you could tell it was some sort of, like, 
rubber or foam on him, kind of. But sure. it looked pretty close to his skin tone at the like in the moment. And then when they start adding hair, make him bigger and stuff, and they're changing everything, and he's like on the ground with the huge hands and shit. It's really cool. Um, my only gripe is kind of the final look. Like the the werewolf looked very cool. Which maybe maybe this is the 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 myth of werewolf, and I just like don't know what the fuck I've been talking about for years. But uh, the fact that it's like on all fours was kind of like a bummer. Oh right, because the well, it's a little more like old school, I think. Well, then again, I don't know. That's what because... I mean, though. Is like, is that true to the myth then, or was that just what they could do? Yeah, I'm not sure. But well, I will say before this, of course, the only real werewolf stories that have been told were the were, were the Wolfman. So this is sort of... I love that he references that. And she even goes, oh, with so-and-so? And he's like, no, the old one. Right. And it's like, dude, this is 1981. Right. Like, what the fuck? The old one? But that's what I mean, is he's like really... No, it's like, cool, though. This is kind of the first... That, right. This is know? kind of the first take that he that had been done on that since then. And uh, It's funny, because this movie's listed as a horror fantasy movie, but I kind of think it's more of a comedy. No... I don't think so. There's a lot of jokes in this movie, and it, a lot of it's very dry. The fact that the first time we meet David and Jack, they're with a bunch of sheeps in the back of a truck. Okay. And then they go to the slaughtered lamb, where they're okay. told, oh, don't go, you know, don't leave off the road. And as soon as they veer off the road, it starts raining. The, literally, as soon as both of them leave the road, the rain starts to fall. See, I just, I, the first time I watched it, you said you've seen the intro like 20 times. Yeah. Um... But to be fair, I'd never made it past them leaving the bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I would always fall asleep. Oh. I was going to say, there's other parts where I could understand that happening, but um, this is the first time I was watching it, so uh, I couldn't really tell when they veered off the road. I just remember that line, though, and he's like, oh, it's a full moon. He's like, what do you say? He's like, beware the moon and stay on the road. And then he looks down and he's... (laughs) Oops. Yep. I was just like, okay, what the fuck? Which I liked that scene too. I thought it was kind of like, I mean, (laughs) it was silly, but at the same time, it was kind of like with these guys, I kind of believe it. Like that they would be like, oh shit. Yeah. Like kind of slapsticky. You know, what's really funny though is because like this movie is like one of those classic 80s movies and, uh, and like those the I feel like the movies in that era, like people just like were so snappy with their like how they the talk. dialogue, yeah. And it's like I I love that about it, but I wanted to. I was like, oh, they start. They're just like so quick with their dialogue that they start like kind of cutting each other <laughs> off and cutting into their sentences. They're just talking at the same time. You don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> As they're like walking down a road, and then like that's the end of that scene or something. And then maybe the next scene, they're still like talking at the it same time. It would be so jangled. <laughs> It'd be so funny, it would though. Be funny. It, I feel like that'd be so hard to do. There were some lines that I thought were a little questionable. Jack talking about, um... Yeah. About the... What was the girl's name? She comes uh, up a couple times. It was either Alex or Alice. I'm pretty sure it's Alice. No, Alex is the, uh, is the nurse. But oh, before this, uh, when Jack's talking about his crush, and David is just like, she's dumb, dude. She doesn't bring anything <laughs> to the table. Well, Jack says, like, I've got to make love to her. It's simple. She has no choice. And I was like, jeez, <laughs> Jack, you need to relax, bro. <laughs> And then, yeah, so they go to the Slaughtered Lamb. I love the, like, the joke that they make about Americans because Jack's being a smartass, and he's like, remember the Alamo? And yeah. then they're like, oh, she's like, I remember the Alamo. And yeah. then they, they tell that long joke, and then at the end he ends up making an ass of the American. 
Uh, I thought that was pretty funny, and they all, like, burst into laughter, so they have to do the whole, like, ugly Americans bit, you know, out yeah. of place. But I thought they did a good job, and I'm sure that is kind of what it's like, obviously. I mean, that's the thing, too, is this is a fish-out-of-water story, which it doesn't seem like it is, but it is. It's this guy in another country, and he's kind of like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, and that kind of shows, even with him and Jack just in the bar, because nobody wants them there, and they immediately get, like, kind of kicked out. Or not kicked out, but run out in a way. By yeah, everybody else. They, they talk about the fucking pentagram. Which, <clears throat> I like that they bring that lore into this. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, were they, like, moving to Europe? Or were they were they just, just backpacking. Okay. Yeah, I, it's never, like, really explained, but I assume they were just backpacking. Because well, he's there for, like, a month. Well... I don't think he was intending on being there for a month because he was unconscious for three weeks. No, fair, but when he why wouldn't he immediately go home as soon as he's better? Well, they have to make sure they were able to get him there, and that's funny too, though. Yeah, because within like because he just kind of sticks around. He's like, oh, I guess this is my life now. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, he's this hot ass nurse. He starts dating the girl five times a night. Uh, What's her name? Alex. I think it's Alice. Honestly, it's Price. Right. Um, that's she funny. I nurse. wrote Alex. That's funny. Um, Maybe it is Alex, though. It sounded like they said Alex every time. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, we were talking just off mic about Rick Baker doing the effects on this. Rick Baker also did effects for Star Wars, Videodrome, Gremlins 2, Batman Forever, Men in Black, Tron Legacy, Hellboy, and many fucking more, because Rick Baker's a monster. Yeah, I knew all of that. Um, I believe he also did the Howling movies. Yeah, I knew that. With Rob Botton. I already knew all that. Who worked on the effects in The Thing. That's awesome. And I actually believe Rick Baker worked on the thing. Like, Probably. like, like, uncredited. Like, under the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on a couple of things, because Rob well, Botton... He's, like, literally under the table, <laughs> like, trying to screw something on. I'm not a fucking under the fucking table. Because Rob Botton had worked himself to exhaustion in that movie. Right. Like, to hospitalization. That's, like, brutal, How dude. How do you do that to yourself, though? How just do you not no just, sleep? like, sit down? Yeah, I guess. Like, take a nap. I can't imagine. I think it, it was more complicated than that. I don't work hard enough to know what that's like. <laughs> sure you do. Um, nurse Alex Price. So it was Alex. Oh, okay. I think it was the combination of seeing Price and Alex next to each other made me think... I My dyslexia just came in and was like, Alice. It was their thick accent. Took out like four four letters, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the, that on that. Um, when we finally do get the first, like, attack, it's, it's pretty, pretty brutal, yes. dude. No, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Although I will say, what bums me out is that you can tell the parts where it's the animal, you can tell it's just a bear. Yeah. It's like, why couldn't you guys just set up, like, kind of, like, half a puppet and just, like, ragdoll it and, like, make Although, it look crazy? Although, later on... Like, they should have used that wolf from the end for that. That's what I was just thinking, because later on, when we do get the wolf bits, um, for instance, actually, specifically the subway bit... Where the guy trips onto the escalator and is going up and you just barely see yeah. the wolf. I was oh, like, dude. fuck, that's scary, dude. I loved that because I was waiting for that. I was like, oh, I was like, they could do it here, they could do it here. I was like, and they kind of do that sometimes in these older movies. Yeah. Which is something that I love because it's like, I love watching, being able to just watch it happen. Yeah. Like, as it's happening. And just and that just little be all the time. bit was fucking terrifying, Yeah, and man. you're like, you know this guy's fucked. Yeah, yeah. You know? Which... Okay, I, I want to get into something that I wasn't familiar with. I don't know, uh, like, anthropic lore well enough, but you might. When, with the whole Jack being, uh, like, doomed to walk the earth until David dies, 
Is that kind of a real legitimate thing where he's um, haunted by the ghosts of his victims? I've never heard of that, but I do know about the whole like tracking back to the original werewolf to reverse your curse and everything. Right. That's the most common one I know, which who knows if that's like distorted and maybe this is like more true. But I kind of feel like they maybe just kind of tweet stuff. And which that's fine, original, obviously, because it, you know? it works in this movie, and I think it's an interesting take. Obviously, that's also something that did uh, it, it did play into it as uh, you know. It I, made its I way guess into it was, the second movie too. I guess it was kind of a con- yeah. That's right. I was like, this seems familiar, but yeah. I couldn't really remember if that happened or not. And it did to his friend, right? Right. Because he kills his he, friend. It's his two friends, or, I think, actually, or maybe it's only one of them. But I burped. It is one of them. Sorry, the two friends. I'm thinking of Idle Hands. See, that's the thing. I was like, or is that just Idle Hands? Because that's a great movie, too. But you can I tell Idle Hands is, like, pulling from these movies. With sure, stuff, sure, you know? yeah. Um, but I like the way they do it, and I do like that he's still, like, deteriorating. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. The progression yeah. of the deterioration was really cool. Um, it, it was... I actually really loved the first time it happened, because it's, like, it's very black and white. Like, what's happening is what's what it is. Right. But it's like, well, is he just, like, hallucinating this shit? And that's, like, his mind, like, just going crazy and then making him suicidal. And so, like, subconsciously, or I don't know what you would call that. But subconsciously, yeah. he's kind of telling himself to kill himself. And that's what that is. Totally. Versus, because, you know, he... He Dude, he guilty. bailed on his friend. Well, here's the thing, He too, fucking bailed on him. He does bail on his friend, but not only that... And then he's like, oh, shit, and, like, but, like ran before back. Before that, but... though, um, you know, even when it's just, like, too cold outside or it's raining, Jack is always blaming David. He's like, this was your idea. Yeah. So I think that even that plays into it, David being like, well, I got him killed. This was even my idea just coming here. Yeah. And so, like, you're totally right, though. Like, I think this movie really is playing up the, like... Because you don't see him become a werewolf until after 45 minutes into this movie. Yeah. That's... Over halfway into the movie, before you see a werewolf attack. Wait, is, I mean, that the was the thing. One. Is I was like waiting for that, and the, I did get to a point where I was like, okay, when's this movie? Like, when's this happening? Because they kind of played out like, no, he's he's legit just losing his like mind. But then, but then, right before you well, see him turn into a werewolf, that's when the doctor shows up to the slaughtered lamb and starts investigating. So then you're like, oh well, okay, maybe. Well, that was the thing, though. Is, uh, um, day or was which one's the dead one? The Jack is the dead one. Jack. Jack told him, in two days, there's going to be a full moon. You're going to transform. Sure. And so he warns people. And then, sure enough, two days later, Well, but I would I would still uh, attribute that to him thinking that he was attacked by an animal and everybody telling him that it was oh, a Oh, so man. you're saying that you think the whole thing is like I don't think it is. I just think that they play that up really well until he finally turns into a werewolf. Because they do kind of like keep telling him, like, nope, it was a man. And there's mm. there were witnesses and stuff. And he even says, like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Because I know that I saw something else. And so I think it's cool that they do that by not showing him another monster until almost an hour into the movie. And, like, you really don't even get investigation into it until randomly the doctor's like, oh, I was just in town. I thought I would stop by and ask, you know? And then he's like, we gotta get to him. And Yeah. Yeah. Which that, I gotta say, like, that scene of the doctor showing up to town... I thought it was kind of random at first. I was kind of like, what is happening here? Like, why is Well, it was kind of random, but he told him about it, too. Exactly. And then I, I was just kind of like, okay, so he's, like, legit just kind of asking around, and then it gets and, super well, and suspicious. Well, I think, yeah, I think he actually just went straight there. 
But he so tells him, he's I. like, oh, I was in the neighborhood. And then he's like, oh, it's a long drive back to London, like two hours or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah. you, you were just in the fucking neighborhood? That's what I mean. I was <laughs> like, this is kind of uh, interesting. Only because they don't set it up, though. They don't really set him up being interested. You know what's really funny, too, is when they're at the bar in the beginning, uh, I totally saw it a different way when she's like, you can't let them go. And I thought it was like, they've seen the pentagram, they know something, we gotta oh. kill them. Gotcha. But they were like, no. We're going to let him go. And I was like, oh, probably because they're like, you know, like, we're going to give them their chance. Like, they're these young men and we want to protect them. But after you find out, it's because there's a fucking werewolf roaming around. It's She was saying, you you can't let them go. They'll get attacked by the werewolf. Well, it's interesting, and, though, because in that scene, which... And they're just kind of like, oh, uh, I really we'll like, deal with it when it comes to it. I or, like the acting in this movie. Or was it bait? I don't know that it was that, but... I, I, I like the acting in this movie, but I'm really conflicted by one of the actors. And it's the guy that was throwing the darts in the bar. <laughs> the one that... I've never missed before. The one I that, just missed when you said that. The one that, like... He's the one that ends up telling the doctor, right? No, he's not even there. Pretty sure it's a different guy. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy, because he's the one that's like, also says, go, when they do finally leave. But then after they leave, he says, like... Because uh, she says, we can't let them go, and... He says, they have to, the other guy says, they have to, and then it cuts to him, and he says, uh, isn't it murder? And then it cuts back to the other guy, and he goes, so be it. Because the, it, they're kind of addressing, like, how are you letting him do this? How are you going to let him leave? Yeah. And then he's finally like, doesn't matter. It's not our problem. You know, because that's what it comes down to, is they just don't want to be killed. It was right. just interesting, because that character, I was like, man, he kind of, like, seemed like he was... Wanted them to leave, but then once they leave, he's like, isn't that murder? And I'm like, well, you just told him to leave, motherfucker. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you're the murderer. You're the one that just told him to leave. Well, it kind of seemed to me like that was a family. Like, the woman behind the bar was the mom. The older bald guy or whatever was the father. And then that guy was their son. That's what I kind of thought, And too. so that's the whole thing is that they're his parents and he's... Just kind of going along. Because I mean, yeah. also, like, the thing is that drinking age over there is 16, so that guy could have been, like, 18 or 19. Oh, or man, that was like, a ragged-looking 18. No, I, absolutely. But it, this it, guy, he's it, actually only 14. He he's got like the he fake was, ID. He straight up looked like he was 34. Yeah. <laughs> he's older than the dad. Oh, this is my 16-year-old <laughs> son. My 34-year-old son and my 28-year-old dad. I got to give this movie a little bit of credit because it, it hangs the dong. Dude, so much. Dude, a lot. I was Fucking just like, I get it, dong, dude. dude. Um, free the dong. Uh, the, I, I gotta say, too, though, like, during those sequences of him, like, running naked through the woods, that you... That realized, was kind of cool. They're, like, dream sequences. I, yeah, I kind of wish there was a little bit more of that. And I, I love too. how, like, it twisted, like, in, like, just this direct... It, like, took a hard left. Oh, yeah, me too. Because, like... There's that dream sequence, and then he's like, he's like, oh god, and there's the monsters, and then he's like, he wakes up, he's like, oh my god, and then it's like another fucking yeah. crazy dream, and then he wakes up from that, he's like, oh my god, you're, like, you're referring to the Nazi werewolf scene? Yeah, that was crazy. I was they like, were all the werewolves though. They were just like weird monsters. Yeah, like what, like deteriorating. Face some were like kind of zombies, and, and some yeah. were kind of like. Reptilian, some kind of looked like insects. They almost. were weird. It, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> There's also, oh, Debbie Klein. That's the girl's name. There we because go. Because when Jack finally does come back, he says he went to his funeral. and Oh, yeah. And he's Debbie like, Klein, a lot of people will win. Like, Debbie Klein was there. She cried a lot. And then she found, like, comfort uh, in, comfort in so, so-and-so's bed. Yeah. 
he's and, like, and then he's like, life still fucks me even after I'm dead or something like well, that. Well, and him and David both kind of laugh for a second, even though David's Which like was terrified. Very, yeah, it was very heartfelt. It was yeah. like, oh, I'm with my friend again. It was like, yeah. it was pretty nice. But, um, yeah, that's cool because it's well, like, you know. I, I love that conversation though because even, you know, that part made me laugh because I was like, back to that fucking girl. I know. But before that, he says, uh, you know, a lot of people were there. And David goes, yeah, you were well liked. Well, I liked you. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, that's kind of sad. Like, you know, well, for him to be looking I... at his friend who's like terrifying to the fucking, like, to look at, by the way, at the moment, because yeah. he's ripped apart. And you're like, I liked you. Like, you know, I miss you. And he does kind of like feel that way throughout it. He's like, I miss my fucking friend, you yeah. know? You can't accept that he's dead. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's like, um, no way. Also, when. When we see the original werewolf get shot by the townspeople, as you know, as that ends up being what happened, and then it shows the person <laughs> they just laying fucking on the ground. Blast it. Yeah, and then yeah. it shows him laying and then on it the just ground. Just a guy like this on his I, back. I kind of thought that was creepy though, because I was just like, oh, weird. Like, I know, I know what they're doing with it. Obviously, it's an old lore, but I love the way that it was cut. How it was this like monster you, attacking you them, and out of nowhere, was... there's a naked guy on the ground covered in blood, and I was like, oh shit, that's kind of eerie. Oh sure, okay. Well then, it's a call. It, they it, it's like foreshadowing kind oh, of. Oh absolutely, but it's just like oh, I love that. It just they did a good job with that. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was kind of like <laughs> I like the idea, but I didn't think it was well executed. Oh, I did. It, the guy, it just it's like a random naked guy next to him. You really only see the top half of him. Like you on the only ground. see like his, yeah. and then you see some like fake blood on him, but it doesn't really look like wounds. It just looks like I, drops of. Like, I, fake I agree blood. with you that with him, but. With the so later one, shots? the oh no, that one looked bad. No, that too. one looked good. I thought because you could see the entry wounds. There was one on his head, uh, one on his leg, one on his chest, one on his arm, and they were like leaking. Maybe it was I, pretty I, good. I, I, I remember the the like leaking look, but I don't remember the actual like exit wounds and shit. No, there's like wounds. He right. looks entry good. Wounds, it I looks mean. good because I was like, damn, dude. It also was like that's another scene that I was like, damn, this is kind of sad because this like nurse was like. Kind of felt bad for this guy, and even straight up said like, "Yeah, I think you're funny, but I also think you're kind of sad." I know. She like says that. She's in the sad boys though. Dude, she was. Dude, <laughs> she was a babe. She's precursing. Uh, yeah. No, she was a babe, dude. I was like, damn, dude, what else is she in? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, and she's just like, I don't know. She's fun to watch in the movie. It's like. She's this. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to make it weird. Um, she was fun to watch in that <laughs> sex scene. No, <laughs> shower sex. Yeah, scene. I was not expecting to get a semi like halfway through the movie. So <laughs> one of the gags in this that I thought was like really fucking funny is well, when when David does get out, he ends up going and staying the night with Alex. That's where the sex scene occurs. And then she goes to work the next day, and he gets locked out of the house. Yeah, I thought that bit was kind of weird where he climbs back in. I was just kind of like, that's kind of unnecessary. But I liked that. That was funny. I thought he was climbing into someone else's house. I kind of expected that. To I was happen. like, I was like, what is he doing? He's just like fucking creeping around this house. And I was like, oh, he must be back at the same place. Just, right. I, I was like, I, I missed that part where they kind of transition. This is where I was kind of getting like, I was like bored with the movie at this point. There's some parts and, in this movie, some dry spells. And I was just like, okay, like why couldn't they put in more like werewolf stuff or something so, something that just kind of makes it a little better rather, rather than jeez <laughs> uh, rather than uh, him doing what he's doing well <laughs> I I have a theory about that he's like this kid with ADHD too when he uh, talks to her about it or doesn't he call her uh, like at work 
Like, oh, maybe not. Maybe they just talk know. about it when she gets home, but he's like, he's like yeah, I got oh, blacked out. It's the next day. Because he oh, turns he into a werewolf. Back. Yeah, that night he turns into a werewolf. That's right. Okay, while he's yeah. reading her book. And he doesn't remember it. But um, there's a gag before that, though. So, yeah, he's, like, bored uh, at the house, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's, like, looking for shit to do, and he turns the TV on. Yeah. And he's going through channels, and one of the fucking channels is darts. His professional darts. Yeah. And I did. I started laughing Wasn't so it hard. That, well, that's the thing is, I thought that was the guy from the place, too. No, I don't think so. I think it was just a joke about how, like, they love their fucking darts here, like, because oh. the guy was playing darts at the bar in the beginning, and yeah. it was like a thing I thought that was pretty funny yeah dude it's the ultimate game of skill and accuracy like, like you can't cheat that game it's true it's true I, I can't fucking hit a dartboard like if you're good at darts you're a man <laughs> is that what it is yeah dude I'm and pretty sure I'm not a man I'm pretty I'm sure I've sired darts. two children am I a man yet <laughs> damn until you're good at darts bro fuck you don't even it's have kind to of be, like being good at a dart. You don't have you know? to be you don't even have to be amazing at darts you just have to be good at darts I just, I just have to hit the board you have to be able to hit, like, at least decent spots. You have to hit a bullseye. Like, when you're bummed, it's still a good, it's still a good, you know, mark. So this is where we get the first transformation, which is only two in this movie. Yeah. I thought that that was odd that they were immediately right after each other, considering that's not really how a full moon works, I don't think, but that's fine. It was, um, well, I know what you mean. Because it wouldn't be two nights in a row. It would be slightly different each night. Technically not full moon. It's part of the lore, though. It's part of the story. That's the whole thing. But, but it works for this I movie. believe in most... Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not shitting on it for this movie. Shit out I'm not shitting on this movie. I like the, I like it for this movie, and I like the transformations for this movie. Um, but then, yeah, we see him like go fucking wreak havoc, and during this like wreaking havoc scene he kills some people in the park and there's like the awkward the guy like drinking his drink and the wife's like that's hooligans in the park again and then she like goes outside and then he steps down and you hear and he looks down and it's an arm that's been like ripped off i was like that sound effect did not need to be put right there it sounds like a squish yeah i thought he like like stepped in shit or something me too i was like why is that the sound they chose for this Because it's supposed to be, like, blood squirting out. God, I thought that was good. So, yeah, that transformation was, like, brutal. Him screaming and shit. I was like, man. Yeah. They made like, it, How like... did the c- cops, like, not show up from someone being like, yo, uh, there's some man in our neighbor's house screaming right now? Like, for uncontrollably? Real. Also, how did he make it out of her house without doing any damage? <laughs> He's a sneaky werewolf. You know, I mean, maybe, but, like... I don't know. I feel like there should have been some sign of like there was a fucking well, large have ass wild the animal door out or a window or some shit. Something because the next day the house is totally fine, totally normal. And the book's back where he got it, even though he dropped it on the floor <laughs> during transformation. <laughs> I thought this was John Landis's first movie, and it's his fifth movie. And there's some stuff in this movie that I would let slide if it were a first time director. That watching it, knowing it's his fifth movie, I'm kind of like, man, Landis, you should have kind of known better. Uh, leading up to the transformation, it's him, like, being bored. But it's, like, much longer than it needs to be. Well, and, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And, like, at the same time, all of a sudden, he's, like, forgotten, like, his trauma and about his friend. And I I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe it's from having that night. Sure. You know, like... And well, and then he did see his friend again, weird. and his friend... It, it, that was the second time he sees him. 
Right. Which then, that was pretty freaky when you see him. And he's like molding. I, I, I was expecting... Yeah, he was green at this point. Yeah. I was expecting him to close the window and the full moon was going to be right there and that's where we get our first transformation. That's what he should have done. Right. And that would have been awesome. Like, oh shit, he's transforming. Uh, breaks out of the house and she's like, what the fuck just happened? Sure. I, the second transformation I thought was kind of... I mean, obviously there's like less to it because it's a little quicker. But I thought it was kind of funny that they said it in, like, a porno theater. And, like... Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, God, And he's like, run, run. And the guy's just, like, staring at him like, you're a fucking freak. I know, but if I was there and some guy was acting like that, I'd be like, what the fuck? I wouldn't be staring at him. I'd fucking dip. Yeah. But... Of course, I wouldn't be hanging out in porno theaters. I was gonna say, I wouldn't really be there in the first place, so... (laughs) Zach's like, I'm there. Every Tuesday at five, dude. Other than that, I thought that was cool. I did think it was cool, though, because it's a public setting. And we don't really get that a lot in movies, where there's, like, the transformation in public, and then Havoc being fucking reeked, and, like, car crashes like crazy. Like, that scene was pretty nuts, dude. <laughs> dude all the there fucking was, like, people flying crashes. out of their windshields and shit. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? It was, it was a little insane for, uh, a little insane for London. <laughs> I think that that's what it is, is... There's just like, some no, stuff... we gotta make it like New York! I like, think <laughs> that's what I mean, is I think there's just stuff in this movie where I'm like... It's good, but you, it's, like, just a little too much. Like, you could have just cut a little more out of it. John Landis wishes um, they had cut more of the transformation scene because it sh- he thinks it shows too much and it's a little too long. And then, I don't know. That first time, I think it's ex- it's necessary. I agree it, with you. It is a little long. They could have maybe shortened it, but I wouldn't say cut any of it. I just think there was a little bit of... Um, or maybe sped it There up. were some scene, some seams... I should say. Oh, I there were a little. There were a little obvious. The the lower half of the of the puppet is a little stiff and things like that, where you can kind of tell. And I think that's what he means. But I mean, it still looks great. This is 1981. We're talking about like. Yeah. This movie really, honestly, is pretty solid in those in those things. But I I you know I agree. There is some stuff that he could have probably cut out that might make the movie flow a little better. <laughs> God, you know, I could have done without the him running naked gag. Like through London after the, oh, when he wakes up with his it, with that weird like interaction with the kid yeah I was like what this is a little weird well and I thought he was gonna like grab the balloons like through the bush me too not fucking run around and be like ha 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 and like take his balloons and run like and just like straight up show this kid his dong yeah I like, totally dude, what are you doing I was like this is kind of a like a felony, I probably you're exposing yourself it's, to a child. It's also very creepy. The hobos on the shitty beach, I thought was kind of funny, and then they come back and they're all like, they don't care about him because yeah. they don't know him. They're yeah. just like, yeah, kill yourself. When Jack and Alex are in the cab going back to the hospital after the doctor's kind of onto everything, it's not Jack, or not Jack, David. Excuse me. And the doctor's onto everything. He started to figure everything out. But before they found out about the murders from the night before. Uh, and the, the cabbie says, uh, reminds you of the old Dean Barber of Fleet Street, and he's, he's straight up making a Sweeney Todd reference. I was like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Like, I, I never would have caught that before, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. The gags between the, <coughs> the two detectives that are kind of investigating everything, where there's like, the, I guess they're trying to make him seem like the dumb detective out of the two, but he's kind of just more optimistic. And then there's the detective that's, like, super serious that's always, like, kind of rolling his eyes well, at him. I also felt like that the other cop, the more serious one, was maybe in on the whole thing with the people from the Slaughtered Lamb. Ooh, interesting. And so that's why I thought, or that's what I thought about it, because they, they were, like, they closed the case, like, right away. 
And they, they're like, yep, it was a maniac. And they all just believe that. And right. When we get the first interaction with the the guy from the American Embassy, and he calls so he calls weird. David like an asshole kid or something, and I was like, yeah, he's Whoa. like, he's like that, he's like you try and do something for him, and it's like, what'd you do? Exactly, and I think that's kind of this movie though, is John Landis being like, oh no, like, the moment you have a legitimate problem, if it's weird, people aren't gonna give you a chance, and that's kind of what happens is like he's like, no, I'm turning to a fucking werewolf. I was attacked by a werewolf. Nobody wants to hear what he has to say because it sounds crazy. And so I think he's trying to show you that, like, this is what being crazy is like. Like, you yeah. have a legitimate experience and nobody cares to even hear what you have to say. I, I I think about that all the time. I mean, that's it's crazy to think. Like, if you go check yourself into, an, like, a... I don't know. I want to say asylum, but I'm sure that's not what they use anymore. But, like, for lack of a better word, if you go check... Like your a mental in, health yeah, facility. And, but you say, like, I'm going crazy. There's no way to... To ever disprove that to, or, for yourself now. Or even, or diagnose that. But exactly. But that's what I mean, is you can never be like, oh, I'm cured now, because it's like, how do we know? Yeah. For all we know, you're still fucking crazy. Right. And that's like a terrifying thought, because then what if someone just accuses you of, like, something, and then they believe them over you, and then you're fucked because someone believes that you're crazy and you can't defend yourself. Yeah. It's like terrifying thought. Very yeah. terrifying thought. But that's what, that's what I was going to say, is I think this movie does do a good job with that. And then by the end of the movie, um, you know, spoiler alert here, but uh, David does end up dying. He ends up being shot. Yep. I, I like... <laughs> you say spoiler alert, now we already talked about it. I know, right? <laughs> spoiler I, alert, guys. I like the way that dy- dynamic of that scene plays out where he becomes like this cornered wolf who doesn't... And he's like scared, you know? And Alex runs in and says, I love you. And I love this about this scene where his eyes kind of change and you think like, oh, he's going to change back but then he still attacks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, like, scary and real to an animal because animals don't fucking care. And they shoot him, and it's him on the ground. Well, and also, he calls uh, back to um, when he's talking to her about the wolfman. He's like, his father shot him. He's right. He's like, and I think only someone who loves you can kill you. Right. Because he, he asked her to kill him. Yeah. Right. Because he was going to try and kill himself, which I could not... Even though he doesn't do anything, I couldn't watch that. Oh, when he I, puts the knife to his wrist? I had to look away. Yeah. It, Which, the only time we do see anything remotely like that in the movie is when the the dream sequence where, like, the Nazi wolf thing, like, slits his throat in the That dream. was crazy, dude. Yeah. I, like, could not believe that they took it there. Now, here's the thing. Because of what was happening in the moment, and I was kind of like, it would be insane if they did that, or, like, really sick if they did that. Right. And then they do that, and I was like, oh, fucking fat props, because I thought they weren't going to do it. And then they did. And so, like, in something like that, it's like, yeah, it's gross, but, like, I can kind of handle that, because I'm like, I, that's what I was, like, but expecting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to watch him, like, nearly, like, slice his wrist, and that, like, uh, I just have a thing with that, and, like, totally. it bugs me and makes me feel uncomfortable. I've never harmed myself, I promise. What so. I think, though, what they were doing, um, with, like, kind of dragging out some of the scenes and showing you him being bored in the house and things like that, is I think they're trying to show you the, like how kind of sad the end of this kid's life is. Like, if you watch the movie knowing where it's going, like, he gets attacked, he's out for three weeks, he wakes up, he's terrified and doesn't know what's happening. His friend is dead. They immediately sedate dead. him. Yeah. As soon as he wakes up the first time, within three weeks and is aware of what's happening, they immediately sedate him. Yeah. They tell him he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong. They finally let him out of the hospital. He's got a fucking ghost telling him that he's a werewolf and he needs to kill himself, so he's, like, losing his shit. He spends... Not his last day alive, but his second to last day alive alone in a house. Yeah. 
totally like trapped away from everybody. Uh, gets out and goes and kills. Comes back. Doesn't know that he did it. Finds out he did it. Turns into a monster again. Is murdered. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying and like sad. You're literally watching this person be like forced into being a monster. He's like scared, and then the only way out of it is to be killed. And yeah. even like it's surviving, like the classic monster like story. The tragic monster story. Yeah. yeah. I, it had never occurred to me how that is kind of a relatable story for a lot of the monsters, except for Dracula. Uh, I think there's some stories where it's, uh, when it's drag, it's pretty tragic for Dracula. I think that the only time but, he's been tragic, but yeah, he's very, he's usually just he's like just such a villain. Yeah, he's a, like the bad guy, and I yeah. think the only time I've seen him like really portrayed otherwise is Dracula Untold and No Thanks. Is that the one with uh? I can't think of the dude's name. It's on the tip of my hang phone. on, something Evans. Luke Evans? Luke Evans. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I liked that movie. You missed me with that movie. <laughs> Granted, it was not very good. Yeah, I and know. The ending, and the ending sucked. And yeah, I know. It was a bad movie, Zach. I know. But, up until, like, up until the part, like, the, where he becomes, like, like, once he becomes a vampire, like, right about there is where the movie stops being, like, cool and interesting and good dude it, the movie's about vlad the impaler and they tried to make him a, a likable hero right vlad the impaler that's, was an asshole no He's, i know that's, that's what I, okay so that's what i'm uh, sure if they had done that the movie would have also been like way better <laughs> they kind of made him this like uh this like uh righteous king sort of i like to stack bodies on poles <laughs> and hang out with my boy yeah. <laughs> like what like, yeah dude he was like the inventor of saturdays for the boys so oh my like god he's also the inventor of the kebab sorry that movie i there is cool things about that movie that i movie, I, I will say that think... movie is visually like okay i just thought the 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 whole scene with uh the Nosferatu, the, the vampire yeah. in the movie. All that shit was fucking sick. Oh yeah, and I was, it was like, like dark. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, Phew, this movie's gonna be intense. It's not, and then it's not, and it's because like, Dominic Cooper plays the Turkish bad guy. Uh, I can't think of who that is and what he's, he's been in. He's not Turkish. <laughs> I can tell you that much, dude. <laughs> he used to cast white people as black people in like really old shit. Uh, he looks like he's high as fuck, dude. Dominic Cooper. Uh, I can't think of what else he's in. Uh, that name is like so familiar, but I'm like, who the fuck is that? Well, he's in Captain America: The First Avenger, where he plays Howard Stark. And oh, that's who yeah. he is. Okay, yeah, yeah. How many slaughtered lambs out of five are you gonna give this movie? Uh, I'm really conflicted because part of me wants to give it a three, part of me wants to give it a four, but I don't quite want to give it a three point five. But I don't necessarily want to... Like, I'm leaning towards the four. Just because I was like... This is the first time I've ever seen this movie. And I was like, this movie's straight up my alley. And recommend it a lot. I'm assuming it's a recommend from you. Oh, absolutely. This movie is so cool. And I I was like... I was like, man, I kind of want to just like... uh, Make us watch like cool monster movies. And so that's kind of what I've been aiming for. And I was like, well, fuck. Because we're going to do like Placid People. And that movie's awesome, if you haven't seen that. So yeah, maybe that'll Betty be White. the next one. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Betty White's actually really She's great, great in that movie, too. yeah. Um, that whole movie's great, though. I think that movie's so fucking underrated. Um, we're gonna watch that, but it, I can't find it on anything, so I'll have to buy it. And, um, 
<laughs> that sounds terrible. But like I watch it's I watch the stuff on sh- like Hulu and Netflix. Like I pay right. for these things. We're not so. we're not torrenting, not stealing, movies, and yeah. just <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely recommend. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was like right up my alley. Uh, there's sure there's things where I'm like, man, if somebody decided to make a remake and try and do it one more game, um, I think you know they could do a really cool job with this. I would say though, go scarier with it. Like, I, I, if you're going to do this I movie, agree. maybe it's not a bad idea to have some comedy in it because I feel like having a little bit of comedy in a, like, really scary movie kind of helps. Like, it kind of helps bring you out of that, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, because that, that part's fun and all, but, like, to have it constantly is, like, you just want to, like, smoke, like, five cigarettes, like, right after oh, the movie. Yeah. You're like, fuck, dude. Um, Hereditary was that for me, but it was, like, in a really good way, though. I actually wouldn't... You know, that's <laughs> funny. Watching this, I... I wouldn't mind a remake of this movie if, like, care. If, if, like, care and love were put into it. You know, if people that really wanted to make that movie made it, right, then which I would is like, it commit to really good prosthetics and exactly yeah. commit to a marriage of effects don't don't rely too heavily on one because it never looks good, like great yeah. it never looks perfect if you, you rely to too much good. on one um, but that's something actually I wanted to address, say about this movie is there's times when the effects in this movie I was going that almost looks CGI like when like that like scene the hand the expanding out oh right right things right things like that I was like whoa that kind of looks CGI but it's not um yeah, I didn't necessarily think it looked CGI. Like, I in my mind, I was just like, "That's a really fucking cool prop." I think that's what it and is. I couldn't figure out how they made the prop. It's probably like a thing where he pulls it and it pushes out, and it's just it's like this glove around this like probably like weird slot thing that when right. you press it, it pushes out. That they probably made. It's, it's just so cool and like original looking, and obviously it is because it was like the first movie to go that route with these things but yeah. like uh you know that's what i mean though is there was there were times watching this where i was literally going like how the fuck did they do this i know and like oh there was one car crash actually that made me say that and it's when the dude gets like pancake between two cars dude that that scene was so crazy that I, I couldn't really take in what was happening dude i was literally there's like random cuts in that where i was like that guy might have actually died i don't know how they cut, <laughs> i don't know how they filmed that dude dead. um but yeah no i agree though if, if someone like really who cared about this movie did a remake of it if john landis did a remake of this movie i think it would be badass but don't do the treatment that the sequel did where you try to just make a modern, like... Right. Because well, it doesn't work. Like, that movie was that, okay. That's what I was thinking about. But it this. wasn't this movie. Yeah. It, uh, part of me almost so likes that more just because I think the, the action You also saw it there. first, so there's that. that that's true. Um, which I, th- I thought that... I watched the original. I thought that one was the original. So... Um, but I don't know. I thought that I thought that was like a cool '90s movie. It was so like, it was so '90s, and when that's was why the last I liked time you it. Watched it. Uh, sometime within the last year. I think I watched it kind of recently too. Yeah, um, we talked about it. I don't know. I, we, that's the thing is on an episode we talked about it. I don't hate it, but. I think it's got its you problems. You called it the new metal version. It is, and that's what I keep thinking in but, my head right now. Is to, it's the new metal version. But to dude. me, that just is like. Okay, fucking sick. Okay, yeah, I, like, for, oh, I forgot, you guys, this is me and Fred Durst through the podcast. I don't want to be compared to him, just and not for mean reasons. Because he's God-tier, and you don't think you'll ever... Abs- absolutely. <laughs> you don't think you'll ever compare... 
Yeah, um, don't talk about my messiah like that, dude. My score for this movie is three out of five. Have you seen... Had you... Oh, yeah, that's right. We already talked about this. I had not seen this all the way through. Um, uh, four out of five? Three out of five. Oh, three. I gave it a three. Now, I was very conflicted because... You almost gave it a two? I almost gave it a two and a half. But then I almost gave it a four. So, because I was like, well, fuck, man. I don't know if I love this movie or okay. like, if I don't well, really then... like it at all. And I, I think that actually, I really like this movie. I think I really do like this movie. Um, but you don't think it's like that great. But I, and I, I would even recommend this movie. But yeah, I think that, I think that it shows its age um, in some of the editing. In, the, in like the fact that I... I think that, you know, we watched it, or we were just talking about it saying, like, there's some stuff that could have maybe been shortened. Um, this movie's only 97 minutes long. That's true. Well, so, that's what I mean is, like, yeah, you cut out, you cut the fat, and, like, give us some, like, good protein. Sure, but that's what I mean is I think that with what they had, I mean, I didn't even say this at the beginning of the episode, so, and I was gonna cut it in, but just fuck me and thank you for sticking around. This movie, they only had $5.8 million to make this. See, you always talk about money, and I don't know ever if that's, like, high or low. Well, it's not... Because, like, I I don't know what... It's not incredibly low, but it's it's not a lot of money by any stretch. Did they make it back? They made $62 million. Holy shit. On this film. So they made their money back quite and, a few times and over. And some? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think that... I think that based on the limitations of the technology at the time, um, the budget... This movie really, honestly, is the best that they could do with with the script that John had written. Yeah. So. There should have been a couple rewrites. I agree with that. And that's why, I, you know, like I said a couple times, that's why I thought this was his first movie. Because there's but, some stuff that I would expect from a first movie director. See, I don't think that's fair to say that, though. Yeah. Granted, what we had already talked about where I said, oh, well, there's other variables that it could be. Maybe at the same time, that's just what this guy wanted to be. Totally. And, and was like, I love this. This is exactly what I wanted. No, totally. Boom, my vision is, that's it. But I do I do appreciate, though, that he did write it and, and look at it as, like, a I mean, horror comedy. Imagine you put out, I don't know, what's, like, what's like a really good movie that you just, like, you love. You can watch it over and over. I don't care what it is. I'm not going to knock you for it. I don't know. The Thing? It's like okay, The Thing. It, it, yeah, I, Okay, we've heard it a thousand times, Sean. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's say you did the thing, though, and everybody felt that way. Turns out that. I'm actually... Would you be like, I don't give a shit, that was my vision? Um, yeah, probably. Exactly. I mean, and that's what I mean, that's what I mean. From my perspective, obviously this is all from my perspective. I'm, I didn't make the movie, but... Um, you haven't made a movie. And I haven't made a film, not yet. 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 Um... John Landis did go on to direct some other badass stuff, though, and so that's why I do think that I do give this movie the credit that it deserves because it was still only his fifth fucking movie, and when you're in Hollywood for 40 or 50 years, you make a lot of fucking movies, and I think that there's some things that are forgivable, and I think maybe maybe having some, some scenes that are a little longer than they should have been is okay, and that's why I ended up feeling, you know, like, maybe this is a four, maybe this movie is a fucking four, and I'm just not really seeing it, but that's why I gave it a three, is, in my opinion, my modern opinion, and as far as recommending this movie, I give it a three, because then I can say, it's really badass, considering the time it came out, but I know a lot of people aren't going to give it that credit. Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of try to bind that together, to marry my recommendation with my score. Mm. 
this movie was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I felt the same way. I don't know why I didn't think it was going to be good. I just kind of expected it to be cheesy. Oh, um, yeah, I expected, I felt like you hyped it up a lot for me. So I was like, oh, this is going to be good, like really cool. I mean, because you movie... made fun of the other one and I was like, well, I like the other one. Like... Well, and that's, that's just because if, I think that if you compare the two now, especially you will sure, get, oh, if I had seen the new metal version of it. <laughs> I, no, I still agree to yeah. that. I just think that's cool about sure. it. Like, I think that makes That's it the appeal cooler, for but... you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, no, I agree though. I, it's, I don't know, I, that movie, I, I'd have to watch that movie again now, now that I've seen this one. Right. Um, and to be able to, like, compare it and be like, well, um, cause at, I'm very foggy about it. I only remember really a couple things, and so whatever. Um. Did you watch this yesterday? Yeah, I watched it last night. That's right, because you, you had to text me, you texted me yesterday and said this is what we were doing. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah, yeah. I, we have to find a new movie to do. That sucks. We'll, we will do Lake Placid. Oh, absolutely. We'll find a way. I mean, I'll buy it if I have to, or you'll buy it, whatever. Yeah, I'll probably buy it. Um, I, I, would, I would buy that movie. Like, I'd buy the fucking blue, like, special The box set. <laughs> the Lake Placid yeah, dude, box the, set, bro. The fucking, uh, it's got the um, fucking documentary about it. Hell yeah. All the cut scenes. <laughs> Six that, hours of um, uh, deleted scenes. Two other versions of the movie. Um... With yeah, two six other cuts. alternate endings and the PG cut. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the PG cut, dude. It's just uh, all Betty White. <laughs> yeah, it's just her scene sitting there talking to you. Follow us at WAWWT Pod, and you will know in advance which movies we were watching. Yeah, I want to give a special shout out real quick. Go for it. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, John Goblicon, uh, <laughs> Chili's. Uh, God damn it. We should get John Goblicon on this. That'd Dude, be really cool. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want him in my house. He's terrifying. Uh, I much respect. We could do a Skype thing. All right, John. If you want to call in, he's funny as fuck. That's whatever. Yeah. Until next week, guys. Peace, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>